Today's daily PBJ devotional is about Matthew chapter 18. Let's read that passage. At that time, the disciples came to Jesus and asked, Who then is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? Jesus invited a little child to stand among them. Truly I tell you, he said, unless you change and become like little children, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. Therefore, whoever humbles himself like this little child is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. And whoever welcomes a little child like this in my name welcomes me. But if anyone causes one of these little ones who believe in me to stumble, it would be better for him to have a large millstone hung around his neck and to be drowned in the depths of the sea. Woe to the world for the causes of sin. These stumbling blocks must come, but woe to the man through whom they come. If your hand or foot causes you to sin, cut it off and throw it away. It is better for you to enter life crippled or lame than to have two hands and two feet and be thrown into the eternal fire. And if your eye causes you to sin, gouge it out and throw it away. It is better for you to enter life with one eye than to have two eyes and be thrown into the fire of hell. See to it that you do not look down on any of these little ones. For I tell you that their angels in heaven always see the face of my Father in heaven. What do you think? If a man has a hundred sheep and one of them goes astray, will he not leave the ninety-nine on the hills and go out to search for the one that is lost? And if he finds it, truly I tell you, he rejoices more over that one sheep than over the ninety-nine that did not go astray. In the same way, your Father in heaven is not willing that any of these little ones should perish. If your brother sins against you, go and confront him privately. If he listens to you, you have won your brother over. But if he will not listen, take one or two others along, so that every matter may be established by the testimony of two or three witnesses. If he refuses to listen to them, tell it to the church. And if he refuses to listen even to the church, regard him as you would a pagan or a tax collector. Truly, I tell you, whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Again, I tell you truly that if two of you on the earth agree about anything you ask for, it will be done for you by my Father in heaven. For where two or three gather in my name, there I am with them. Then Peter came to Jesus and asked, Lord, how many times shall I forgive my brother who sins against me? Up to seven times? Jesus answered, I tell you, not just seven times, but 77 times. Because of this, the kingdom of heaven is like a king who wanted to settle accounts with his servants. As he began the settlements, a debtor was brought to him owing 10,000 talents. Since the man was unable to pay, the master ordered that he be sold to pay his debt along with his wife and children and everything he owned. Then the servant fell on his knees before him. Have patience with me, he begged, and I will pay back everything. His master had compassion on him, forgave his debt, and released him. But when that servant went out, he found one of his own fellow servants who owed him a hundred denarii. He grabbed him and began to choke him, saying, Pay me back what you owe me. 
So his fellow servant fell down and begged him, Have patience with me and I will pay you back. But he refused. Instead, he went and had the man thrown into prison until he could pay his debt. When his fellow servants saw what had happened, they were greatly distressed. And they went and recounted all of this to their master. Then the master summoned him and declared, You wicked servant, I forgave all your debt because you begged me. Shouldn't you have had mercy on your fellow servant, just as I had on you? In anger, his master turned him over to the jailers to be tortured, until he should repay all that he owed. That is how my heavenly Father will treat each of you, unless you forgive your brother from the heart. And this is God's word. Hear now my devotional on this passage, Matthew chapter 18. Matthew 18 opened by telling us that the disciples asked Jesus a question. Who then is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven, according to verse 1? There are no dumb questions because only people can be dumb. Questions cannot. But this question came close to being a dumb one. It was foolish, and it was so foolish and backward that Christ didn't even try to answer it. Instead, he reframed the issue. As the disciples stood there in a circle waiting for his answer, Christ called a child over and put that child in the middle of his circle. Then he told them, You won't even get in to the kingdom of heaven unless you lower your estimation of yourself spiritually to the level of this little child. We saw that in verses 3 and 4. Why was a child a good object lesson for the true faith that saves? The answer is that a child is completely dependent on his or her parents. Our kids need us to provide them with food and shelter. They need us to tell them when to go to bed and when to get up. They need us to teach them or put them where they'll be taught about language and math and science, but also about how to tie their shoes. Although children can be skeptical and argue with us at times, for the most part, they believe that their parents are a trustworthy source of information that's necessary to life. Did Peter believe that he was the greatest disciple? Did Andrew believe that? John? Maybe Judas? What a joke. The only one who can be called great in the kingdom of heaven is God. The rest of us depend completely on him for everything, just like children do with their parents. Starting with the right to enter heaven in the first place. And to advance in the kingdom of heaven, we must maintain that childlike spirit of trust and dependence on God along with a healthy sense of our own weakness and inadequacy before our perfect creator. And this is why the Bible condemns the sin of pride over and over again. This is why the Bible says that God gives grace to the humble. We need the effective working of God in our lives, no matter how long we've been saved no matter how far advanced we are in the Christian life. And so let me encourage you to think about your walk with God, 
Are you depending on Jesus? Are you depending on him to speak truth when you have the opportunity to? To help you avoid the temptation to sin that we all encounter? Do you have that childlike trust, that childlike dependence on the Lord Jesus Christ? I hope you'll cultivate that today and that the Lord may bless you as you do.